0: Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real, practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Welcome. Happy.
1: Reformation. Reformation Day.
0: Halloween. Happy Halloween.
1: Uh-oh, are you allowed to say that? I think we are. I don't know. I'm
0: pretty sure the Bible says all things are permissible. Permissible? Even though all things aren't beneficial.
1: Right. So eating a bunch of candy is not beneficial? To who? I don't know. To me.
0: A diabetic might, you know, need it.
1: Or not need it.
0: Or not need it. That is the question. Hyper, hypo. To eat candy or not eat candy. That is the question.
1: Hmm.
0: All right, but... On top of all of that fun stuff,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: please remember to like and share this episode. Again, we need your support. We can't do it without your support. And I'm going to throw another thing out there.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Something I've been kind of going back and forth with. But, he did
1: not tell me about this.
0: But um, what do you think, and I'm not asking Debbie, I'm asking like the listeners out there, do you think we need a Practically Christian podcast Facebook and or Twitter
1: I say yes.
0: I mean, I know we have the Instagram already. I just go, that would be a whole other page that I would have to manage and post stuff on and all of that. So I want you guys to hit me up and let me know what you think. Because I don't want to do it if...
1: No one's going to look go to it. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: You're not going to be posting selfies, are you?
0: Let me take a selfie. Selfie, selfie. Is that a song? It's from that Santa that my parents have, that you push the hand. I, I don't remember.
1: Anyway, moving on.
0: But, like I said, I don't know if, if it would be worth it or not. So if you think it would be worth it, let me know. If you go, nope, that wouldn't be worth it, let, let me know. know.
1: Okay, moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so, as always, if you need more information, head over to PracticallyChristianPodcast.com. That will give you a good way to get in contact. If you want to email, you can hit me up at josh at church. If you have something you want to hear discussed, hit us up on Facebook. It's the easiest way to do it. Um, For right now, go to Scent Church Volusia because that's really what I check. All right. So, every once in a while, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I watch what's called TED Talk.
1: I like TED Talks.
0: I thought it was a guy named Ted who does talking.
1: No, I had to watch a lot of TED Talks for my undergrad. A lot, like a lot.
0: Well, I don't watch him like often. Um, Goalcast or I, I think like Goalcast. You know, I, I I really dig those more. Those make me feel like more like Leonidas.
1: Okay, I don't I don't know. Okay. Well, they make you feel like I can do it. Yeah. Okay. Like I gotcha. like this is possible.
0: Um. However, I was watching a TED Talk the other day. On? I was bored. Um, and,
1: and so you watched a TED Talk? I've watched TED I Talks in, but and I, cried my eyes out.
0: I was in one of those moods where I was like, I want to learn something, but I don't really want to be in like really academic. Okay. Does that make sense? You just wanted
1: more information about something. Like your battery was running low and you're like, I need to recharge. Let me get some information. No? Kind of. Okay. Because that's like how I, your brain like, works. Yeah, your brain's like, different than most people.
0: Like, I was just, I was just like, you know, I want
1: want to grow in some area, just not really right. sure which one. Right. Okay. So
0: I was like, you know what? Let me look at TED Talks. Okay. So I watched a couple of them, but one of them that really caught my eye was um, with Kyle Eschen. I think that's how you say his name. He's a E S C H E N. E-S-H-I-N-G. Uh, E-S-C-H-E-N. E-C-H-E-N.
1: E-C-H-E-N. I don't Depends. know. Where he... Is, he, is he? Where is he from?
0: I have no idea. Okay, like they didn't do a biography on him. I know he is a magician. Okay. Um, and and his TED talk was was fairly interesting for someone like me, because it was about what we call cognitive blind spots.
1: Were the kids watching it with you? No. Okay. No,
0: I was watching it by myself. But they
1: keep talking about math magicians, or math magicians. Anyway, that's not here or there. Keep going. I apologize.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. Um, but it was about cognitive blind spots, and, uh-huh. and for those of you that may not know, my undergrad degree is in counseling, and and so you learn quite a bit about right. what cognitive processes are.
1: Some people don't know what cognitive means. Could you please? I am going to explain oh, that. You, that is in the notes. Thank you. You know, I always love background and information.
0: Um, What's the history? So. So one of the one of the things that like we focused on a lot in in school was what's called cognitive behavior therapy. Right. Cognitive meaning like you you're using conscious thought. Right. To do this, um, a you're lot aware. of one of yes, and one of the techniques and and some people out there are actually really familiar with it. One of the techniques you would use in cognitive behavior therapy would be like if you had an addiction to something. Right. When you would feel a trigger, when you would feel a craving coming on. You would wear a rubber band on your wrist and you would snap that rubber band. Right. Now, it's not about necessarily causing you pain as much as it's to get your mind to go, okay, we got to fight for the next like 20 to 30 seconds right? until this feeling goes away. Mm -hmm. So, and then once it goes away, here's the thing in in the short with addiction. When you first are breaking addiction, it it could... uh, Feel like it is like constant, like right. you're, you're constantly being nagged. The longer you go without giving into that addiction, mm-hmm. the more space comes into between. So you'll crave less and those less cravings, yes. right? So cognitive behavior therapy is going okay. I consciously recognize I'm being, a, I'm having something that is a trigger right now. So I snap this rubber band, so I know okay. I need to really dig in and use the tools that are in my toolbox to be able to overcome this addiction. Right. Um, And cognitive blind spots Mm -hmm. are when you can see something and not see it at the same time. Okay. Which is how this ties into magic. Some of you may not know.
1: Hold on. Would that be like looking at someone and you know they're wearing a shirt, you just don't realize it's like a red shirt?
0: Kind of. Okay. Like, have you ever almost gotten to an accident and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even see that car? Even though you were looking in that direction? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's more so a cognitive blind spot. Okay. And how this relates, and and some of you may not know, like, I dabble in the magic arts.
1: Okay, he really doesn't dabble in magic.
0: I can do, like, two card tricks. Balloon animals. Yeah, but that's not magic. Well, to kids it might
1: be magical.
0: But... It fascinates me because I know there's no such thing as magic. Right. Sorry, Sorry guys. Especially you Harry Potter fans out there.
2: Sorry, not real.
0: Um, however, being able to do something right in front of someone without them knowing what you're doing right, and creating that illusion of magic, to mm-hmm. me, has always been fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, and what you do is, is, as a magician, you actually learn how to take advantage of cognitive blind spots. Okay. So, like, if I'm doing something with my left hand that I'm making big gestures with my left hand, you as a spectator are automatically going to be watching more closely my left hand, which Re-even means I can do – through my
1: peripheral, I'll be looking, right? Right. Okay. Which, which will...
0: means I can do something with my right hand that you may not see. Right. And that, seriously in all honesty, if you didn't know, is really the basis of all magic. And that's really what the TED Talk was about. Right. Like how to improve our cognitive blind spots. Right. Um, and I know most people listening right now are like, okay, what does this have to do with Christianity or even practical Christianity right? or practically Christian? All of us have cognitive blind spots. Mm -hmm. That's how magic works. While focused on one thing, a magician does something in the background that we don't notice. And Mm -hmm. before you know it it's something brand new. Okay. Thus giving the illusion they did magic. Right. However, what most practically Christians don't understand is we have spiritual blind spots, too. Mm, mhm. So that's how this ties into that episode. Okay,
1: I was wondering how you were going to do that.
0: So, the first one I want to talk about, the first spiritual blind spot we have, is not understanding why theology and doctrine matter. Oh, does it ever matter? But I hear from a lot of people, oh, that's just stuff people argue about.
1: Nope. You don't hear that? What I'm saying, that's not true. That's not just stuff oh. people argue about. It. It's a real thing. I was like, no. Nope. Theology like, really? matters. Oh, my gosh. Theology matters. And oh.
0: here's why. In Ephesians 4, we see Paul talk about we should, we should grow into mature manhood, like in our spiritual walk. We should not be like little children. We should not be tossed to and fro on each wave and wind of false doctrine. Here's the thing. There's a lot of things out there that sound like Jesus, that may even act like Jesus. Right. But according to Matthew 5, many will say to Jesus on that day, Mm -hmm. Lord, Lord, didn't I? And he will say, depart from me. I never knew you.
1: And I did not know you were going to talk about this today, but I did have this conversation today with someone on uh we were having a conversation about
2: Something. some stuff
1: <laughs> um some other what I I know to be false religions um that claim to be Christianity and uh we're t- I I was saying how that verse is not for non-believers that's for people who are in the church and on pulpits and pews um who really genuinely think hey' I'm, I'm doing the right thing
0: they do. Like, Jesus ain't talking to atheists. Then. Right.
1: They believe their lie as strong and deep as as
0: the truth. And, and what we have to understand is what you believe to be true about God, mm. the nature of God, is going to dictate how you read every single verse in the Bible. Right. Like, if you believe that God is only out for you and your glory, mm. then when you read verses like... You know, in, in John 15, Jesus says twice, whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Right. Well, if I believe that God is only out for my happiness and my glory. Right. And and not out for his glory and his sovereign will. Right. Then when I read a verse like that, I automatically go, oh, so all I got to do is say the magic words in Jesus' name. Right. And it'll be done. And, and boom. Boom my brand new boat in F-150 is sitting in the driveway. Two
1: or three gathered together. That's it. I'm just going to pray for it. It's going to happen.
0: Which, you know, and I gave that illustration, you know, as I was preaching last Sunday and I, I had someone come up and ask me if I would also like a Yeti cooler. Yes. So, and that's what I told him. I was like, look, if, you, if you're going to drop all this stuff off in my house.
1: Hey, if the spirit moves. Absolutely. Yes.
0: <laughs> However.
1: That's not how it works. That's not how any of it works.
0: But again, if if I only view, oh, well, God is love, well, then I have a really hard time explaining what hell is. Right. Because if you're sitting here going, well, all God is is love, then why would he send anyone to hell? Right. If God so loved the world.
1: And I mean, you're, the term good, a lot of people take that and, you know, they call people good, they call themselves good, but they are comparing themselves to people just as broken as they are.
0: Right, like me compared to Jeffrey Dahmer, I am a saint. Uh, absolutely. Me compared to Jesus? Depraved, wretched, I, black-hearted. I, absolutely. Oh yes. And and that's why, you know, your theology and your doctrine matter. What you believe to be true about God matters and and it
1: impacts how you view everything, life, death, children, marriage, everything. Literally right. how you drive down the road on I-4. Don't
0: get me wrong. There are people that can argue about some pretty petty things that in the grand, of, grand scheme of life, probably you don't need to have figured out right now. Right. However, you, you do need to know why you believe what you believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you really believe.
1: Especially something like Reformation Day. And I won't get too deep into it, but I mean... Why do you celebrate Reformation Day? Do you, do and I know
0: most of you out there are not like going out and buying decorations, saying happy Reformation Day?
1: I, I'm not gonna buy decorations. I may not even say happy Reformation Day, but I now and at my old age, understand what it means to say that I believe in the Reformation.
0: And understand if we didn't have the Reformation, all of us are Catholic right now. So just saying just throwing that out there. But but not knowing why you believe, not knowing your theology, not knowing your doctrine, not being rooted in Scripture, in the Bible, it leaves you open to be led astray. Swept because up. A, because again, there there's a lot out there that that sounds like Jesus. They right. even use the name Jesus. They they do church just like everybody else. But really, in the end, it's not. It, it's a motivational speaker who is pumping you up and going, "God is for you. What can be against you?" Right. And although that comes out of scripture, that's not what it technically means. No.
1: God is for God and his glory. And you may benefit from that sometimes. But ultimately, it's... it's I, I,
0: Absolutely, and I agree 100%. <laughs> but let's not swift over to the other side. No,
1: and, not at all. And
0: go, oh, everybody has to be miserable for the glory of God. No. Um, so, I mean... But
1: understand that if something's going on, you're not being punished.
0: Right, because, I mean, just because, because, and again, something as simple as what you just said. Right, if you really believe what you say you believe, then all of your sin was already paid for by Jesus. Right, so therefore, God is not punishing you for something you are doing now.
1: Right, you might have a consequence to your action.
0: Right, but that's anybody, like herpes is the gift that keeps on giving.
1: Right, or you that's sp- a consequence. Right, you speed down the road, you might get a ticket. That's not the devil after you. It's
0: but just like a bad just choice. like in the in the mountain climbing podcast we did. You know, we have all these sayings talking about, like, like you know, God will never give you a mountain you can't climb. Yes, he, yes, will. he will. And and if you want further information on that, go listen to the Mountain Climbing Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, episode, not the Mountain Climbing Podcast. I'm sure there's a podcast out there. About
1: mountain, mountain climbing. mountain climbing, and
0: that's not what I'm telling you to listen to. <laughs> and they're
1: going to gonna come back and go, I have no <laughs> idea what that had to do with scripture. But
0: I have a new Sherpa. <laughs> I don't know what a Sherpa is. That's the guys that lead you up the mountain. Oh, okay. Um, that carry your stuff.
1: All right.
0: Uh, like a Sherpa blanket, okay. that's where it came we from. We can
1: just move on. I'm good.
0: Yeah, but seriously, like I found this website for the blankets. and the they one some were, were looking like, at? Yeah, like 200 bucks. I was like, I'm going to Walmart <laughs> and get the same thing for <laughs> 19
1: 99 Get two of them.
0: Another spiritual blind spot we have, though, is thinking we have all of the answers. Right. And, and the reason that makes for a, a spiritual blind spot is... Because we don't. Right. We don't. As much as you we may know, we don't have all the answers. Um, and when you get to a point where you think you have all the answers, what do you stop looking for? Jesus. Right. I mean, the Pharisees would have went, we have all the answers. Right. They had the entire Bible memorized. Right.
1: They could walk around and quote it. And they yet,
0: did. And yet, they're standing right next to Jesus.
1: Denying and him going, and crucifying him. him. Right.
0: And, and granted, don't get me wrong. I, I get it. It had to happen. And and it pleased God that it did happen because that's the that's God's and it plan. Was in, yeah, it was in, but, in His
1: divine plan.
0: But again, understand like these weren't like your some run of the mill. You know, I I teach a Sunday school class.
1: All right, they literally read scripture in and out and knew every single word, and they still got it wrong. Um, you can get it wrong.
0: In fact, Paul in Philippians, like he's going through his qualifications, you know, and he's a Jew among Jews and he says, I'm a Pharisee. Right. And, and like, you know, goes through all of his qualifications and then goes, but you know what? I count all of that as rubbish. Right. Okay. Rubbish in Greek would be like our word for, um, bull. Do do? Fill, fill in the blank.
1: <laughs> um, it's a very
0: strong word. It's not, it's not like, oh, that's rubbish. Like, you know, Why with our Why the neighbor- English
1: accent?
0: Have you ever heard someone in America go, that's rubbish?
1: Yes, but they were from England. There you go. Yeah, okay,
0: Um, And, and that's not Touché. more so what they mean. Um, but in other words, as Proverbs 1, 7 says, what? What? The fear of the Lord.
1: Is the beginning of knowledge.
0: Fools despise wisdom. Yep. Okay, so we should never stop learning. We should never get to a point where we're like, okay, I got this. And the last blind spot, we're going to, blind, what is
1: that? Blind spot.
0: That we are going to talk about today, at least, is motivation.
1: (laughs) Motivation is why you do whatever it is that you do.
0: Understand this real quick. People are not projects. Like, you don't need to look at someone and go, ooh, look how broken they are. I'm going to fix them. Let me fix them. You know, the gospel is not a sales pitch. Mm. You're not just trying to get them to close with the prayer. Right. Oh, I got them on the... Oh, one more added. Like, that's not... That's not how it works. You know, in fact, if you if you disagree with me on that, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do, I would love, I would love to have a conversation with you about this. Right. You know, hit me up. Show me a verse. Point out in scripture where it says that. Right. Uh, Romans twelve two. I mean, it says very clearly... Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. mind. Being transformed means we were this.
1: And now we're that.
0: Right. You no, know, we just were like, that. Now we're this. Just like Sorry. Transformers. Right. There's more than meets the eye. Right. You know, it looks like a truck driving down the road, but at any given moment,
2: uh-huh.
0: Optimus Prime comes yep. out. There's a difference. There's a change. We become disciples. Another word for disciple is learner. Which goes back to our last point. Like, we are here to learn. That's right. what we're here to do. And the last thing, it, you know, to understand is that affects your mind as well. To describe life, an organism has to be growing. In order for something to be considered alive, one of the traits is it has to be growing. So if you are sitting here going, oh, yeah, I have a life, you know, a, a in a live relationship with Jesus, but it's not growing.
1: It's going to die.
0: It is dead. Or right. it is dying. Because once you stop growing, you are dying. Right. Like, when your body runs out of energy and can no longer produce new cells, it's dead. Right. Like, that is what we call death.
1: Your numbered days have ended.
0: Yes. So, if our motivation is anything other than Jesus... You got the wrong motivation. Right. Your motivation shouldn't be, how can I be a better version of me? How can I stop sinning? Seven how steps can... to
1: a what, whatever.
0: That should not be your motivation. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it may work for a little bit, but just like it's any just behavior other... behavior modification. And just like any other behavior modification... Right. Eventually, you're going to get tired of having to force. You know, right. our motivation should be, I am in love with Jesus, and because I am in love with Jesus...
1: And it shouldn't be for what you feel. It should be for what you know.
0: Right. But what you know should affect what you feel. Absolutely. So, And, and, and that's a, a whole other podcast that we can get into. So this week, I challenge you to really look at your blind spots. As we have discussed before, if you knew they were there, they wouldn't be called blind spots. But these things by nature are things that we do not see and therefore... We have to look for. Like I I am constantly going to Debbie going, what are my blind spots? Like what do you see that I don't? Because if I could see them, they wouldn't be blind spots. Just like when you learn how a magic trick is done, then every time you see it again, you'll already know it. it. And it loses that illusion. So as always, if you have comments or questions, hit us up on Facebook at Scent Church Volusia. And until next week, we love you. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to Scent.Church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.